You know, if it was about babies, we wouldn't have the foster care system. We wouldn't have any children in the foster care system. There wouldn't even be a question of it. I grew up in the Texas foster care system. Lovely place. I'm, I'm being facetious. It's not a very lovely place. I remember standing in the Methodist home. I don't know. I guess I was four years old with my little clown and my little brother. I've heard stories about when we were being left alone. Like my aunt came over one day and I was giving my brother a bath, but I couldn't turn off the water and hold my brother at the same time because I was like three years old, two years old. So, and I'm being left alone with an infant, which doesn't make sense to me as an adult that I should have been left alone with an infant. But I remember standing there with my clown at the Methodist home. I remember going to live with the Dyers. I remember the first time Francis Dyer beat me. Remember the very first time that happened. And I thought, well, that's different. They didn't do this at my old house. I don't care for this, you know, and it continued and continued and continued and continued, but I, I don't know what grade I was the first time they spanked me. I remember one of the worst ones I got was in the third grade. That was a very memorable one. I also remember the beating where my teacher, my typing teacher had sent a letter home to school from school that I moved too much in typing class. He said, she wiggles around too much. She spins the chair while she types. Oh, well, God for fucking bid. A hyperactive child spins the chair. Francis Dyer pounded my head against the wall until it bled. I thought that was a bit excessive. I didn't think that needed to happen. If it was about abortion, I mean, if it was about children, we would save the children. But it's not about children, because we're not saving the fucking children. There's 400,000 children in the foster care system that are being beat, molested, beaten and molested. That's what they're getting in the foster care system, beaten and molested. If you're lucky, you didn't get molested, you just got beat. You didn't get a combination of both. You know, Francis Dyer used to try and beat the Davis out of me. One time, I didn't eat my sweet potatoes. I spit them into a napkin. That was one of the worst beatings of my life, was spitting those nasty-ass sweet potatoes into a napkin. But that was our dinner that night, was sweet potatoes. We had sweet potatoes for dinner. She could have just served me a baked potato, because she knew I didn't like sweet potatoes. But no, she wouldn't get to beat the fuck out of me if I had regular potatoes. Because it's part of the joy of beating the fuck out of you. You know. Judge Alito. I mean. Republican women get abortions. To save their husband's careers. They make the sacrifice. I made the sacrifice to get an abortion. Because my husband's career just wasn't ready for it. He's going to be a lawyer. He's going to be a doctor. He's going to be a mechanic. He's going to dabble in the stock markets. Okay, so... Re 
Republican women get abortions, but yet they don't want other women to get abortions. They vote for the Republicans to take away abortion when they've had one, when they've needed one. But they want to take it away from other women who need them. It's all about making more white voters is what it's about. And it's backfiring because younger Americans are becoming Democrats. All across the United States, young voters are becoming Democrats because they're seeing the gross-ass shit that Republicans do. I was a Republican. I left the Republican Party. I said, fuck that shit. I don't want any part of that. These people are a bunch of fucking kooks. They're hypocrites and kooks. I've partied with Republicans, and I've partied with Democrats, and there's not much difference in the party. I've had my pussy grabbed by Republican men. I've had Republican men push me up against the kitchen counter and tell me how much they love me. Since they was little, they've loved me. Okay, well, get off me now, because we're grown-ups. If a man pushes you up against the counter and says, can I have a kiss? He's not asking you for a kiss. He's getting that kiss. He's going to get that kiss. Republican men, all the men who forced themselves upon me have been Republican. All the men who grabbed my pussy have been Republican. Except for that dude in high school. He just walked down the hallway and grabbed me real quick and kept on walking. I don't even know who he was. I didn't know him. But I've been having my pussy grabbed since I was a kid. So Republican men want sex on demand. They want to be able to grab women's pussies. They want to be able to marry children. What else do they want? Oh, they want to be able to have their guns anytime they need them because shit's going to go off. Shit's going to go off and I'm going to need my gun. Are you though? Because I'm 54 years old. Shit's never gone off where I've needed a gun. I guess it could go off where I needed a gun. I've been to the grocery store 500 million times. Never needed my gun. I've been out to eat 5 million times. Never needed a gun. I've been to the drive-in theater and to the doctor. Never needed a gun. I've been to the convenience store. Never needed a gun. Been to church. Never needed a gun. I don't know what's going on in America where Jesus and guns are intertwined with one another. White Jesus carries guns. White Jesus... White Jesus is all about killing. White Jesus says, kill the Mexicans at the border. White Jesus says, kill the gays. White Jesus says, kill pits. White Jesus says, kill Democrats. White Jesus, white Jesus, white Jesus. Well, Jesus ain't white. There ain't nothing white about Jesus. He's from the Middle East. He's from the fucking Middle East. Jesus is a brown man from the Middle East who's probably even a lot more attractive than the white Jesus is. You know? We base our lives off of a book. 
off of a book that no one's proven yet to be true. But people have blind faith in it. Well, this book says no abortions. This book says you can't be gay. This book says don't kill. Thou shall not kill. Unless it's with the gun and it's a Republican doing the killing, then it's okay. Don't kill babies because it ain't with the gun and it ain't done by a Republican. Y'all ain't making much sense in the Republican Party. I'm kind of scared of most of you. Even the ones I've known all my life, I'm a little bit scared of. They throw away the N-word. I remember hearing, when I moved to Texas, I hadn't heard the N-word in decades. Nobody said it. Somebody might say it occasionally when they were drunk. But it wasn't a word that was used amongst my crowd of people. And when I got to Texas, so many people that I ran around with used the word. Well, I don't see those people much anymore. But that's okay. Because I ain't all into what they're into. I ain't all into hypocrisy and pretending to be someone I'm not. I'm not into voting against abortions and then getting one on a Tuesday. I ain't against hating gays. I mean, I ain't for hating gays is what I mean. And then fucking one on a Wednesday while my wife is at church. And I had to work late because I needed a good blowjob from a man. You know, if your man is asking you to fuck him in the hiney, hi-de-ho, everybody, he's gay. Howdy-ho, everybody, your man doesn't like women. But, you know, most men don't like women. They hate women. You get on the internet, and all these men don't like women. We're stupid. We shouldn't be in charge of anything. We can't drive. We need to cook, clean, stay home. Cook, clean, and stay home. Stay in your places. That's where you belong. Men have run this country into a shithole. And they're continuing to run the country into the shithole. And women will go out and vote for the same man time and time and time again. And then they'll can tell you the country's running into a shithole. Well, is it? Well, is it? You keep voting for the same motherfucker over and over again. How many times you gonna vote for Ted Cruz before you figure out the man's a dickhead? How many times you can vote for Donald Trump before you figure out that the man's a misogynist prick? He was fucking a prostitute while his wife was having a baby. I have friends whose husbands were fucking women while they were in the hospital having a baby. These women went and voted for Donald Trump. The same women who were sitting in the hospital by themselves voted for a man that left his wife sitting in the hospital by herself. That's how fucking hypocritical these people are. They don't give a fuck about you and me. They don't give a fuck about babies. They don't give a fuck about children getting molested. Because if they did, they would actually do something about it. They would actually 
do something about kids in the foster care system getting fucked by grown men. They would do something about the foster care system and children getting beat by grown fucking people with belts and two by fours and switches and having their heads pounded against the wall till they fucking bleed. If Republicans wanted to do something, they would do something about helping the children. You can go to any of these anti-abortion clinics, I guess is what we call them. They'll sit you down and they'll show you a movie of murdering babies. Look at this. They're murdering babies. They're murdering babies. But don't you dare walk in that door and ask for help with diapers. Don't you dare walk in that door and ask for help for formula. Because they're not here for that. They're collecting money to save the babies. But they have no interest in the baby's survival into adulthood. They have no care in the fucking world if that baby gets ass raped. They don't care if that baby gets beat. They don't care how many people fuck that baby. I had a lady tell me, well, it builds character. Does it build character? Getting ass raped by a grown man builds character in a child, according to the right. Are they right? Or are they just 100% fucking wrong on just about fucking everything? You know, you got grown ass men in Tennessee wanting to marry children. They want to pass a law so we can fuck kids and make sure those children can't get an abortion because they're going to breed those kids over and over and over again until they're adults and they're bored with them. Then they're going to get them another kid, probably one of their own or probably one of their friends in their little group. And they're going to breed that child over and over and over again. And they breed them over and over again so they have kids to fuck. So they have children to fuck. Look at the fucking... What's that fucking Duggars? Them fucking Duggars. They bred kids to fuck. Their son gets arrested. You know, he's been fucking his sisters. So they send him to a sheriff. Go talk to this sheriff. He's a good friend of ours. Okay, well... Later on, this sheriff is arrested for child porn. He's a good friend of theirs. That tells you what their group is all about. Their group is about breeding more children for fucking. Daddy Duggar, I bet you 20 to 1 he fucks kids. 20 to 1, Daddy Duggar has child porn on his computer. But you know what someone should have told Mrs. Duggar? It's a vagina, baby, not a clown car. Quit shooting babies out of there for your husband to diddle. Quit shooting babies out of there for the men in your group to diddle. They want you to keep shooting babies out so there's plenty of babies for the foster care system. Because those kids get lost in the system. And those kids get fucked over and over again by grown-ass men. But if they're lucky, 
They're not getting fucked by the family that they were with. By their, quote, birth family. This is your birth family. You gotta be loyal to them. No, we fucking don't. We don't gotta be loyal to shit. In America, we have this ideal that we have to be loyal. Be loyal. Take care of your mom and dad. Okay, that's cool. I took care of my dad until he died. I went and helped with hospice on my father. Even though my father hadn't taken the time to raise me, he signed me over to my granny. And then my granny signed me over to the foster care system. There were plenty of people who could have taken care of me to save me from that foster care system. But nobody stepped up to do that. When I was in the seventh grade, I was removed from my foster home for child abuse. My friend in school went home and told her mom, Danny was in school today and she had bruises all over her. They called child protection. I was removed from that household and put into the Methodist home. For two years, I went and lived in the Methodist home. Some of my best times were at the Methodist home, but also some of my worst times were at the Methodist home. It was an okay place, but when a boy grabs you on the bus and shoves his hands down your pants, and they lecture you about the boy shoving his hands down your pants, yeah, that happened there too. Yeah, and when I first got to the Methodist home, I was cornered in the Fondren Reception Center by an older boy because they kept us all in there together, you know. We were all kept in there together, no matter what the age group was. I was removed immediately from Fondren Reception to Scarborough Thomas because I was assaulted when I first got to the Methodist home in the seventh grade by a boy in the laundry room. I was assaulted by a boy on the bus. It just continued. But what's sad is that my best memories are from that place where they weren't beating the fuck out of me daily. Where I had friends all around me. Those were some of my best memories. As a foster child in America. And I was a lucky foster child. I was a lucky one. In the ninth grade, they took me out of the Methodist home and they put me back into the foster care system, into the same house that they removed me from because they had sued somehow. They'd sued and were like my legal guardians. They were supposed to adopt us but never did. Some kind of bullshit. I don't even know. I don't even know about half of my life. I don't know about half of my childhood. It was all written down by my granny but nobody gave it to me. When she died, my mother tried to burn it in the fire. They saved it from the fire, but they still won't give it to me. They said I can't handle it. Well, I've handled a lot in my lifetime. I think these words on paper aren't that bad compared to what I've handled. Or maybe they were. Maybe they're just telling me that my mother was a druggie and had sex with everyone. Maybe that's what it's telling me. But I'll never know. Because nobody will ever give it to me. 
I was told after my mother died by my foster sisters that we had a different mother. Our mothers weren't the same. Well, yeah, they were. They were the same exact person. Exactly the same person. But I was told, you're not a real child. She didn't raise you. You aren't her real child. The two adopted sisters, those are the two real children. You are nothing, I was told. You are nothing. So this has been my life of being nothing. I was nothing to my birth mother. I was nothing to my foster mother. I was nothing to my birth parents and my adopted sisters. I was nothing. So I've spent my whole life being nothing with no family except for the one I created with my husband and two children. But I also left that family and now the only family I have are my two sons and my brother because I have stepped away from the rest of my family. I have a cousin that I talk to. I've actually, everyone on my father's side of the family, I talk to. But on my mother's side of the family, I think I talk to my cousin Wendy. And that's it. Because somehow I'm the bad guy. Because I was abandoned as a child. I was the bad guy. So when I showed back up when I was 21 years old, fucked up as can be, I was the bad guy. Shit happens. What we did wasn't that bad. So they made my brother and I into total and complete villains in this family. Total and complete villains in this family. We were on drugs. We did this. We did that. They're a bunch of junkies. Dude, we weren't junkies. We smoked weed. We tried some cocaine. Just like half the fucking people in America did. While my mother's over there popping hydrocodone, Xanax, and what was it? Hydrocodone, Xanax, Flexeril, and some kind of sleeping pill. Higher than fucking Jesus up there in the clouds she was. But we were the problem. We were the ones on drugs. Doing normal, normal stuff that 20-year-olds do. We were the bad guys. So my whole life, I have either been painted as a bad guy or as nothing. And all of these people along the way, most of them profess to be good Republicans who are against abortion. Good Republicans who are against abortion abandoned me, beat me, molested me. What else? Oh, that's pretty much it. Beat me, abandoned me, molested me. And told everyone that I was nothing. So that's why I support choice. Because a child should never be made to feel like nothing. By its family. Especially by its family. They should not be made to feel like nothing. 
And the fact that good Republicans say every child, every child deserves a life. No, they don't to you guys. Every child deserves to be born, but every child doesn't deserve a life to Republicans. To Republicans? God, you guys fucking suck so bad. You will look at homeless children in the street, take videos of them, and complain about how they stink. But, you'll say, oh boy, don't get an abortion. While this children is suffering in the streets, no telling what is happening to this child. It could be getting fucked in the ass. It could be getting fucked in the mouth. It could be getting raped repeatedly by numerous men strung out on drugs. But y'all don't give a fuck about that. Y'all give a fuck that the child is fucking born. You don't care about what happens to it afterwards. I had a Republican woman say to me, well, I, I said, what about the children in the foster care system? What about the children that aren't getting taken care of? And she said, I can't fix everything. Well, how about starting trying to fix something? Instead of donating money to anti-abortion groups, donate some money to the foster kids. Go volunteer on the fucking weekends with the foster kids. Go become a big brother. Go become a big sister. Fuck, get a couple of foster kids. Do something besides standing in the street and screaming at women that they shouldn't get abortions. Because, obviously, that is doing nothing. Women are still getting abortions. Men are still fucking women and walking away. Men are still fucking women and walking away. And we're blaming the pregnancies on the women. Babies start at erection. Babies start at erection. Forced vasectomies would be a wonderful way to fucking start. Forced vasectomies. Yeah. Cut them off where they start. You can reverse those surgeries. Shit. Store some of your sperm in the sperm bank. Do whatever you have to do to not create another child that could be aborted. Donald Trump! Quit making fucking babies with other women. Ted Cruz. Quit fucking bitches. How many abortions have you two have paid for? How many abortions have Donald Trump and Ted Cruz and various other Republicans paid for? Well, we know Lindsey Graham and his ladybugs haven't paid for any abortions. Because he likes the boys, not the girls. But we're not going to get into that today. We're just going to talk about abortions and how Republican men pay for abortions. They make babies to be aborted and they don't give a fuck about them. Okay? Either stand up and take care of the children or shut your fucking mouths about abortion. 
if you cannot stand up and help the children, then fuck you. And fuck your opinion about abortion because it doesn't fucking matter. Put up or shut up. Plain and fucking simple.